Hey, I'm calling you guys from the toilet. It's where I usually listen to your podcast at, too. So I usually get about 15 minutes of your podcast show in every couple hours because I have celiac disease. But um, just sitting on here on the toilet thinking about you guys, thought I'd give you a call and say hello and tell you that I enjoy your show. And you guys are a couple of assholes, but I love you. Care. It's all right to laugh. It's all right to laugh. I know, you, <laughs> right, I know you're right. trying to be stoic because you think I need you to be silent, but I don't. I'm, I, this is my um, my. We bad were the habit. mics were live while we were listening to that, and you were trying to hold back your laughter, but no need to. This is what happens when you ask people to leave anonymous messages. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> so for everybody else who was uh, too afraid, too shy, didn't have an idea of what they wanted to talk about, um, let this be a lesson to you. You can clearly leave a message of yourself defecating uh, celiac disease or not. Now, if you have celiac disease, that means it's hard for you to poop and it doesn't happen often, is my understanding. No, he says he goes to the bathroom every 15 minutes. I know he said that. I think maybe he doesn't understand celiac disease. Uh, oh, wait, or maybe I don't. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think that means celiacs, you can only digest you got, certain things. It's when you you got little hairs up in your guts, and those little hairs are like... Uh, Poop what, pushers. What are you like, basing they, this they on? They move, you know, you medical school. Medical school. <laughs> they they move stuff through your body, and I think if you have celiacs, those hairs ain't doing much. They're tired, and so you you build up, and so he should be listening to the show every like four days and painfully. He did leave a secondary message, but I'll play it a little bit later. So just remind okay. me. Um. So again, let that be a lesson to the rest of you. Step up. Step up. Uh, and just like that, he left two messages. Both of them are going to get played. Well, you know what's funny is people always go like, dude, I was listening to your show and I was on the radio and I was like, oh, man, I wanted to say this and this and this. And I'm like, okay. So to do that, right? there's your there's your opportunity. So we have a Facebook page uh, called the Friends of the Hey My Man Facebook page. And pretty much everybody engages post uh, episode with us there when we request or say, Hey, you know, what'd you think? Or we put uh, video links to stuff we talked about and uh, people chime in there, but it is also nice to hear your voice. No judgment. I mean, there's going to be judgment to be, just to be honest, but uh, of, course, of course, but that's part of the fun. So I'm telling yeah. you, if you leave a message and it's not outwardly racist or outwardly keep it, keep it inwardly. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, if you want to, if you want to like <laughs> be on the tip, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. don't be so obvious about it. Right, all right. Um, don't use some dumb code word either, like celiac disease. Yeah, like when that guy was like, the second message he leaves, he's like, oh, I'm thinking about selling my house, man. All these celiacs moving in the neighborhood. <laughs> you know, like we're starting to pick that up. Well, I will tell you that I did not listen to either message. I saw that they came through, and I said, I'm just, I'm going to be surprised as <laughs> oh, you are. Really? So I didn't. I I. Obviously, he didn't leave his name. I'm assuming that's a man. Uh, I don't know, but they were pushing, so it could have been a it could have been a woman. I'm not sure. I don't want to make it. Yeah, joke. if you're grunting pretty hard, that can that can change your vocal. Cords. You know, I have to give you something uh, an unpopular opinion. You see this all the time. People are like unpopular opinion. Blah 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 blah. Right? I don't care who hears it. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, the last dance. It's not. It's it's not a great uh, documentary, man. I find myself every Sunday watching uh, 90 Day Fiance and then catching uh, The Last Dance on Monday. You know what it is? It's just so filled with nostalgia. Like, if you were into that era, it is a great documentary. But it's not like outwardly the, the subject content isn't like, whoa, I'm blown away. And it's not something really new. It's just, dude, it's they're playing the songs I used to listen to and still but do. Here's how I feel about sports documentaries. 30 for 30 does it perfectly, right? It's yeah. a one and done. So the uh, whether you wanted to be or not, you know, during that uh, three-peat era, but during that whole Jordan era, uh, when it was really cracking off, you really didn't have a choice not to be sucked up by it. Just like the Blackhawks in the last couple of years where everybody was, you know, you have the one side where people were like, oh, that guy's a casual. He didn't like it. Now all of a sudden him and his whole family, how dare you? And they're taking family pictures in Blackhawk sweaters and right, whatnot. Right, and, and, right. and people get all pissed, right? And then there's the other contingent where, like, you know, nobody's going to see the Blackhawks, and the, the cost of tickets are, 
are uh, nothing, but there's it's not fun to be there. There's nothing going on. So what would you you know which way would you have it? Yeah, people tend to be surprised when your team is exciting and gives you a cool reason to watch, and they're like, now you're gonna watch. And I mean, yes, you should always if it's your team, you should always support them and be a fan if you're into but it. What if it's not your team? It's just. This is entertaining and exciting, and I just want to be part of the excitement for now. When it's not exciting anymore, I'm, I'm moving on down the I road. I don't think I watched any hockey until maybe two or three years before the Hawks won. Uh, I didn't I didn't watch any of it, so like I don't know what. So you're you're doing the hipster thing where you're like, I did get in early. No, so I, I didn't. didn't. I didn't jump on when they were winning. No, I mean they already had Taze and Kane and Sharp. I mean it wasn't like. It wasn't like I got in and watched the rebuild. No, I did not. I'd never seen a hockey game. Well, what got you into it? And hockey game. Uh, my buddy Phil said, hey, I got an extra ticket. You want to go? And we were two rows off the glass, and I'd never been to a hockey game before in my life. And I was like, I, I knew 20 minutes into that game, I was like, I think this is my new favorite sport. Mm-hmm. Like, right away, I was in love with it. I was like, this is amazing. Like, I, I was so blown away, and I started almost almost immediately, started watching, like, all the time. I was very much the same way. We had a, a family member who had second row to the glass behind the goal for years. At the that's that's where it was, Stadium. pretty much. And uh, nothing more exciting than that. It's I mean, so good live. We, it's, I, I like it on TV, too, now, obviously. But, like, I man, loved live, ho- dude. I loved hockey so much. Like, I love baseball. Baseball had went on a strike. I was like, I'm done with baseball. And then, you know, the Sosa McGuire thing happened, and it was like, okay, okay. You know, maybe maybe baseball's not too bad anymore. It's, they're, yeah, they're, they're that's doing, pretty cool. They're doing something to change it up. But again, a lot of people will say, well, you know, they were using performance-enhancing drugs or whatnot. But the fact of the matter is, is that brought baseball back, period. Yeah. Can't argue it. Yeah. And it well, brought a the McGuire Sosa thing. Really that's what I'm talking brought. about. Oh, I think you that's said Bash Brothers. No, no, no. Okay. I'm talking about McGuire oh, and sorry. Sosa. Uh, so that brings a lot of people to the game that were casuals and were just watching because of the heat of that competition, right? And it was three-way, wasn't it? Bonds, Sosa, and Maguire. Yeah, but for a while there was just those two. Bonds was doing his own thing. But, like, when the when the sports media keeps coming on the air and saying, like, these people are doing something no one's ever done, they're breaking every record, you tend to perk up and go, what is this now? And you pay attention. Like, why wouldn't you? So, normally, uh, my punk rock ethos would tell me that you can't like something if other people like it. So right. this is the epitome of that. But now as an older guy, I look at it and I go, well, I mean, this is just like, you know, when you talk about bands selling out, a band you love, they don't change their style. They're doing the same thing, but somehow, you know, they get more radio play, they get more airtime and they become popular and, and you, people turn their back on that kind of thing. So uh, ultimately my point was, I was getting back to it. A 30 for 30 does a perfect job of of just getting in and getting out. No fat, right? So when the Chicago Bears eat now, granted, they only did it one season. So they could could get a whole 30 for 30 and be done with it. Um, There wasn't a three-peat to capture. I remember like tearing up at the 30 for 30 over the Bears because my dad had already passed away. Mm. And I was like, man, this is just what a magical season. Everything just came together and it was just such a... Our childhood, you know, I, I remember everybody dressed up as the, as the bears for Halloween or, you know, everything yeah. was bears. That was our Chicago. thing for, I was in kindergarten, I believe, and they made us do, like, for gym, they taught us the Super Bowl shuffle. They <laughs> they wheeled in, you remember those TVs that were on carts? Yeah. They wheeled in the TV on cart, on a cart with a VCR, and they made us learn the moves. Like, we ain't here. Which, to start, I mean, no two trouble. Moves, but... Yeah, yeah, no, but, like... <laughs> We were five. How many moves are you going to get through? Well, so with that being said, I look at it like this documentary. It's it's not about whether or not you were involved or, in my opinion, or you like basketball. It The way it's shot, it keeps cutting back and forth, and th- there's this manipulated chronology, but it doesn't... It doesn't like wrap up at the end where it tells you like where you go, oh, that's why it did that. It just jumps around so much. And there's a lot of this stuff where Michael Jordan's like, oh, well, like these other guys didn't suffer the way. It's like, dude, you played basketball, okay? Yeah, there was times where you you made it all the way to the end and you didn't win. Uh, There's a lot of guys who make it all the way to the end and never bring home a championship. Mm. Okay, but that didn't happen to you. So... The the martyrdom part about it, it's just sort of irritating, especially and then the at least this latest episode. I think it might be the last one. Pretty much everybody no, on the team. More. Okay, well, this okay. last one, everybody on the team's like, yeah, this dude, this dude was an asshole. Oh, really? Yeah, blooms off the rose. I'm only on number six. Yeah, blooms off the rose. 
I'm only on number six. But he was just so notorious for being like, I don't care about anything else but basketball. He's like the way like Eminem is like with rap, like nothing else, doesn't do anything else. Yeah. And he was just like basketball, well, golf, but in gambling. But he was like, <laughs> I'll name some more things. And then family. And then he, like, Smoking he, cigars. He liked to make pastries. Come to think of it, he was- Golfing. He, looms. Casseroles. McDonald's. No, but like he was such like a competitor like no one's ever seen. So yeah, he, yada, yada, he yada. just didn't care if he was an a-hole. He I just mean, didn't. Maybe he was if, like, good, I, we're going to win. I don't care. Maybe if you saw a documentary on Larry Bird, you'd find out the same thing or magic, but I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I see Larry Bird yeah. as probably being a dick, but not magic. Larry yeah, Bird. I, I will not believe it. Show me a more feminine, weird-looking <laughs> athlete, dude. He's like, every time they show him like an interview, I go, I can't believe. Like, okay, if I was an alien, I came down and they said, you didn't tell me how tall he was. And you go, what does this guy do for a living? Basketball would be, what, 372nd choice? <laughs> I would have been like, surely he uh, crochets for, for like third graders uh, with disabilities. He looks as athletic as Phil Jackson looks. These are those weird, like, pinned up, crazy hanger shoulders that look like they're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, one of those skeletons you hang it that, it, 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 like, lays dead until you come close to the porch on Halloween. Yeah, like, how can you not have a chest yet still your shoulders are pinned back? It's <laughs> it's very... It looks like somebody who does pull-ups constantly, but I don't think he does. No. Yeah. yeah. No, he's just... Every time I see him, I'm just like... And then you decide to grow a mustache, too. I mean, he got Like, take, what did French Lick do to you? You, you have to you have to take the onus off the uh, shoulders. But just imagine you're, like... Just imagine you're a big, strong, powerful... Uh, black athlete, mm. and this guy, I mean, yeah, slow down. And this guy comes up and then just balls you, <laughs> like he doesn't ball him. I mean, he plays oh, basketball dude, he better than him. him. Balled him hard, bro. <laughs> just imagine you're like Charles Oakley, right? Mm. Like you're just this like, like I'm gonna put you through that wall. You know what I mean? And then this guy comes up, looking like looking the way he does, in little shorts, little green <laughs> shorts, and a flimsy little mustache, and just dropping threes on you, yes. like making it proverbially. Rain. Yeah, that, that's that's when basketball should need an enforcer. Just take that dude out. He don't belong here. <laughs> he did. That, that's where it probably got the idea for white men can't jump. Like, imagine if Eminem didn't try to assimilate at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was like the rapper, but he just still had like, I don't know, like a mullet and was wearing like, uh, oh, like Kid Rock. Yeah, like Kid Rock, but Kid Rock tries to do like a rap rock thing. Yeah, Larry Bird wasn't trying to I do mean, his own version of basketball. Just I'm saying, imagine if someone else, like if Eminem came along and was just like. You know, there was early Kid Rock where he had, like, the box top and he was, like, a white a straight-up kid and play? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was, prior like to the rap, rock. Pli- prior to the rap rock. Yeah, I think the Yeah, he had um, Grits for Breakfast or something <laughs> like that was his, was his record. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah no, he that. was straight-up, like, he was assimilating for a minute there. So, ultimately, uh, I, I, I don't care for this documentary. But I do, again, I, I do... I. I do like 90 Day Fiance. So what does that say well, about Well, that's me? great, though. Yeah, what does that say about But I'm, I'm so far back. I'm right. on season three. So what I hear now is that, because back then, they would get couples where they legitimately, like, trying to make it work, and they're just caught. This is, this is a strange premise and all that. But I hear that now it's, like, it's so far-fetched. Like, this dude, this chick would never be with this guy in a million. Like, it's so silly. Like, I- is there still any sense of, like, can you cheer for anybody when you if you think it's just so phony? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think there's some of that, but uh, at the same time, the, the thing that baffles me the most about it is so. Anyway, for anybody who doesn't know, 90 Day Fiance on TLC <laughs> is a show where, uh, well, right now it's before the 90 days is is the Which show. Which means what? So, what happens is that 90 Day Fiance means you get engaged, and then it's the 90 days uh, to to a uh, a bride or a groom from overseas that a gets, a, that gets a K one visa. So you meet them on one of these international dating sites or Facebook or whatever, and then uh, 90 Day Fiance is the premise of the show is you get engaged without really have, having only had phone conversations and not really or or one or two times that you've met. You getting you get engaged, and uh, they follow you for the 90 days. Leading up to your wedding, the you either get married or you go back right. home. The nine, the before the ninety days uh, is when the people are do their first introduction to each other. Then they'll move up to it's like the Bachelor and then the Bachelor in Paradise. Like you know, they, they but they film them just meeting yeah. over Skype. Yes, no, I mean not over Skype. They meet their first time in person. So like you've been talking to somebody for five or six years and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're finally okay. going to meet them okay. and they follow you on the plane to go overseas and actually like, you know, do the meeting. 
Well, no wonder they're not as invested. And then it's they, like, hey, you can you don't have to come back with me. We don't even have the K one yet. At the end of this process, you get engaged, and then once you're engaged, then you'll start the ninety day fiance. Process. I see. I see. So this is like a new spin on that. They're always it's like Evil Dead or Walking Evil Dead or the, the Back from the Evil Dead, Rolling or, Dead. Know, yeah, whatever. Dead yeah, ends. it's still it's still one of my favorite shows. I bumped off it for a minute because I was watching The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. Which, went the other way. Which which I do. I like because it's it's it, dude. It's so my wheelhouse. It's it's my adolescence, my youth. It's everything. I watch this and I just go. I remember watching these games. I remember some of these interviews. Like I remember all of it. So I'm just. But it's just. I, I like nostalgia anyway, and it's dripping with that. So, but is it like a good documentary? I mean, I don't, that's what I'm talking about. Just yeah. I mean, is it special? I, w- I would like it like if, if my friend that didn't like basketball watched I wouldn't expect him to be like enthralled whereas you can you can watch American movie my favorite documentary mm-hmm. and be like I don't I'm not into low budget horror movies or weird dudes from Wisconsin but I see why you love this movie or or, yes. or super drugged out sidekicks you are the Northwest Indiana Mark, Mark Borchardt. <laughs> no, I'm not nearly as motivated. <laughs> not no, that dude had a vision and dream. To I feel qu- to quote Mark Borchardt, he goes, "Hey, look, look. When I, when I put my hands up here like this, and he makes like a, what do you do? Like when a cameraman like kind of shows their. Yeah, you're like you're 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 showing the uh the you're boxing out. What's you put your be palms up in like a makeshift box. He goes, he goes, hey, when I put my hands up like this, man. Uh uh, okay, I know you guys can't see anything. It's just my hands, but in my hands, like I can see stuff. You, if you guys haven't seen an American movie, it is. It's not the best documentary, but it's my favorite. Well, here's ever. the thing: why isn't it the best? I I believe that it's in contention because it's earnest. Well, I just mean it, like some so, some are so shocking and it will make you cry or just go make you think so hard. This is just like I know we've talked about it before briefly, um, but American Movie is a documentary about this guy Mark Borchert and his friend Mike Shank. Mike Shank. And these guys are from... <laughs> and his Uncle Bill. Are they are they're from oh, they're either Wisconsin or they're... I thought they were from, like, uh, Minnesota. Oh, no, no. It's super Milwaukee. Okay. So they're, they're from Wisconsin, and uh, so Mark is trying to make this movie called Coven, yeah. which it's actually pronounced Coven, but he pronounces it Coven. <laughs> uh, and these guys are... They it almost feels like it's a joke, like uh, it's like a <sighs> mockumentary, but it's not. It's legit. So these guys are basically, you know, pulling all their money together and and getting people from the community to help make this movie that he has a dream of making. Uh, and a low uh, budget horror flick. It is. Uh, it's exceptional because honestly, the part I, the, what I like about it is like these dudes are legit. Like they're not. Hundred percent. They really are putting everything they have into it, and it's it's utterly ridiculous. So well, um, Mike's just sort of brain dead and hangs out with Mark because he's got nothing else to do. Right. But Mark Borchard is one of the most amazing, gifted, natural talkers I've ever seen. This guy, he's he's better than any politician. He will sell people. He's trying to make a movie. He has no money. He's got nothing. Dude, you, I'm feeling like I'm going to reach out to this guy. And get he's him just on the going to town council. Get him to ask, answer our old 10 questions. Oh, dude, he's brilliant. He's But his ability to just go like, come on, guys, let's go to battle. He's like Mel Gibson in Braveheart. He's like, let's just do this. And everybody's like, we're going to lose this for sure. He's like, nah, dude, we're not. Like, He's just so... Born later. Uh, I'm so jealous of. I've always said that. Like I'm a man of like balance. He's he. People of balance are okay to be around, I guess, but they're not exciting. Um, Fair enough. Really, like, cause it's like, would you like that a little bit? I like everything a little bit. Um, Mark Borchardt is so into what he's into. Listen, anybody who will help us in our pursuit of getting a hold of Mark. And uh, either getting them on the phone or doing some sort of collaboration, whether uh, in the past we, uh, we'll we send 10 questions and have the guests answer those questions, then we'll cut them up and we'll do a quiz show. Yeah. Um, we'll do something. He's my we favorite find of him. all time. Yeah. He's of great. all time. He's so great. As far as documentaries go, that is one of my all-time favorites. Have you ever seen Anvil, the story of Anvil? Yes. That's a great it, one, too. It's, it's another, super great. It makes me so sad. So the story of Anvil is <laughs> these guys are in a, a metal band for like 30 years and they're just basically like, you know, uh, one, one song, one note, one show behind the big, you know, the, the big, uh, so Slayer anthrax, Metallica. Every one of these guys is like an amazing player is what you mean. Like individually, these guys are, are, are great, but as a whole, ah, they're just they're just a little bit off. They, they have, have like that, half it, of a chromosome off of yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. It's like Ruben Stuttered. Okay. So you'll win American Idol 
and because you follow the parameters of the contest, but in the real world, it just doesn't work. Now, that's not me saying because yeah. uh, I love metal on metal. One of one of one of the uh, one of the greatest. <laughs> Those are big. Yeah. But um, I I would love to do a thing where we could do watch parties where we sit and we but. We just need uh, to be quiet because you can't talk over this stuff. I just like to enjoy it in the presence of other people. I would love I everybody know. to watch both of those with me, like just a group, again, but not talking. Really. Here's the thing. That's a dream. When this whole thing clears up, this is something we'd, we'd like to figure out how we can get going. Well, here's the deal. I'll watch American Movie with you. you. I don't want people to talk through it, but I also want to pause it every five minutes. That's different. And then, and then tell you why that part's my new favorite part. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't want to miss stuff, but I do want to pause it and go, okay, no, no. Get ready for this. I, or here's why that last part was important. I feel like I need to I need to have my son watch it too because now you know I, I, I definitely something he hasn't seen that I'm just like think now that we're talking about it I'm like we have, I definitely need to. I finally got my kids um to watch Star Wars. I was so mad because like I tried several times before and they just kept ruining it, like talking through it, not being into it. But being that quarantine happened, everyone's locked down. Finally got him to watch all three originals, and they're in now. This seems to be like a, a pursuit that's been happening the last couple of weeks because, or months, because I remember when this whole thing started, you tried, and they were like, yeah, no. Like, well, there's, I mean, you watch, dude, you watch A New Hope, and to kids, and they're like, okay, so one guy has a lightsaber, and he almost killed somebody. Like, it's not enough, dude. Yeah, I mean, I guess... You, Slow burn doesn't work on kids, and it doesn't work on anybody you're, anymore. You're kind of like that, too, you know, having not seen a lot of movies when they were age yeah. and time appropriate. Yeah. So when you go back, Except Footloose, we talked about timeless. this, and you go like, I just can't get into it because it's shot horribly, the, 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 the haircuts <laughs> are bad, so bad. Just, it doesn't stand the test of time. Uh, my wife had me watch Mystic Pizza the other day, and me and, and my daughter. I've still never seen it. And I, I didn't. I, I had seen parts of it, but I was like, after I watched it, I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I could have never seen this. It sucks. Doesn't that have Rosie whatever? No, it has- Ricky Lake, uh, Ricky Lake. No, it does not. Isn't there Ricky Lake in it? No, it uh, has Julie Roberts. Julie Roberts. Thought I had Ricky Lake yeah, too. No, I think, and uh, I don't think any. Oh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. He's the other, uh, oh. the other, the, the the other big hitter. But again, as '80s movies goes, it's it's way in the back. But you're right. Footloose does stand the test of time. We Dude. always talk about it. Footloose and the remake, great movies. Well, there was a couple others that I liked. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't remember someone else. I think I liked. Movie. What's the Big Brother one or my my big? Oh, my, my bodyguard. My bodyguard was cool. My bodyguard's good. So my kids are watching Star Wars. And obviously, there's a million reasons to pick these movies apart now in retrospect. But the thing that stood out the most, they're watching Jedi. And I'm like, all right, dude, even by today's standards, this is pretty dope. Like, the fight scene between him and Vader, they're really going after it. But all I kept thinking was, like, the Emperor has... The Emperor, in, not only in this movie, but in all the Star Wars movies, like, whenever they're trying to get someone over to the dark side, their sales pitch is so bad. Like, I can't believe that anyone ever went to the dark side, ever. Like, I know there's great power in the dark side, and you can be stronger than you were, whatever. But each time they try to, to get somebody to the dark side, it's like they take somebody who's good, and they just go, give up everything, give up your soul, everything will be horrible, give in to your hate, and it'll be awesome. And the good guy is always like, they don't even really say it'll be awesome. They're just saying, do that. Yeah, they're just like, he's like, pretty soon, strike me down with your hate, and you'll be dark side forever. And I'm like, or, or he would strike you down with his hate and save his friends and then go back and be a super sweet Jedi. Yeah, I I hear what you're saying, and I feel like there are a lot of pluses. If I could just go over some right now. if he, Yeah, but he, I, I bet your, your sales pitch would be better. If oh, you, if I don't know. You're selling the dark side to me. I'm Luke, well, I'm Luke, and I'm going like, I got a lot of inner anger. I'm, I got daddy issues. Um, you guys took my sword. I got a robot hand, but but I want to stay with the good guys. I'm listening. As I sit here and think about this, I have to tell you, there's probably not a lot of opportunities to fall in love because there's no chicks uh, on the dark side or, or not, a, not any of note. But there is Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, yeah. Well, in, I'm three movies in, and at best, I sort of kiss my sister. I'm not into <laughs> chicks that much, to be honest with you. In addition, uh, we have the coolest fortress. Right, it's in the sky. It's like you know, it, it, it's gigantic. It's All like right, a huge yeah. inside mall. Credit where credits due. You guys have a, a actually the first one got blew up. You have two dope ones. We, we got money. We have the coolest. Sh- we have we have a bunch of different ships that are. We have some that are X's, some that are Y's. You know, you pick whichever one you want. You 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 you're riding around in a in a land speeder. I guess shooting my, womp rats. Yeah, my X wing is pretty old. 
Yeah, the X Wing's super old. As a matter of fact, I've been using the same droid for years. I mean, you you're, if, get, you're a, if you're a gear guy, you don't even get an X Wing. Okay, you get an X Wing when you join up. But you were dri- again, you're driving around a land speeder. Uh, that, I mean, obviously the X Wing is an upgrade. Yeah. but you're talking about stuff that like you're using a Xerox machine when we got fax machines. You got see it. what I'm saying? Yeah, like email. Or, or, or or scanners exactly. So, um, yeah, if you're into gear. The dark side is where to be. So Emperor should push that. Like, aren't you tired of eating those crappy little military rations with Yoda? My wife and myself had children. Much in the vein of of the thought about stormtroopers is, we're not going to do any more work. We're just going to send these guys out to do them, right? They're Mm -hmm. made in our likeness. We're going to tell them what to do. And uh, they're not going to do it really well like stormtroopers. But at the end of the day, we we just keep telling them to do it. Now I can't do the uh, the 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 hand choke without actually putting skin to skin. I'm fine with that though. I'm fine with okay. that because I feel like the up close and personalness of the actual uh, uh, air choke uh, in person uh, is 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 you far. You want to actually choke? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes me because the other way it's not satisfying to me. You're not the emperor anymore, but you but you're the emperor. You're still selling me. Oh, my wife's the emperor. I'm Vader. So the emperor, but the, but but if you're selling Luke, you're going. We got better gear. Here, I'll be real honest with you, dude. I'm not, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lot of uh, flack on this, but I, I don't really want Luke. In fact, you know, I know he's the most powerful. He's the only other one with. I get it, but uh, I if I'm Darth Vader, I already know that there is also Leia. So let's be real honest. Luke's kind of a bitch, and I would just be like, "Hey, Luke, come to the dark side." And when he came, I'd be like, "Whoop!" and I'd trip him, and he'd fall down that th- that mm-hmm. hole. Yeah. Oh, dang it. Yeah. And, be, and be Leia's curtains. obviously a clear leader. She's already led troops into battles. Uh, yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like she'd be a, a hard a hard sell. But who doesn't like a feisty woman? How about a Type A woman with daddy issues? Oh, that's Dark Side City, right? I mean, did he ever reveal to her that he was Luke's the one that broke the news? Right. Right. Hey. I figured out that's our dad, dude. Right, and we're right. brother and sister and all that. But had Darth Vader talked to her, I mean, yeah. there's a bond. You know. I see these videos you make with your daughter. Sure. My, my son, I could I could take him or leave him. But with a daughter, it's different. And you it's sell just something... the reason why you had to go away because you had to amass this great empire. And she's yeah. been wrong the whole time. And I'd say, you are a princess. This is why you're a princess. I mean, and so you, this is all yours. It's all for you. You go, listen, I know what other people told you. But, like, I'm here to tell you. I'm... I'm your dad. I'm here to tell you, like, this is where it's at. Right, and I'll never strike you down. Never. I'm, I'm your dad. Not out of hate. No. And the emperor is, like, technically your grandpa. So the emperor should so have don't been... don't go like, near him because the emperor should have been like kind of touchy-feely. The emperor should have been like, look, your side's going to lose anyway. We have the better gear. Um, We have tons of people that'll work for you. You want to be a Jedi? Dude, we'll make you the, the, the most badass Jedi ever. Like, you got, you got Darth Vader to teach you. You want Obi-Wan to teach you? Dude, you got Darth Vader to teach you. Can you think of a better teacher? No. That's his sales pitch. Instead, he just goes like, your friends will die. Strike me down. It's so like Luke has proven himself to be impulsive and not smart. If he would have just Luke's like it's also dainty, but he's like a dude going into Ikea. The right salesman would be like, just buy this room. Just write down all these numbers and take all this stuff with you. But instead, he's like, you need a couch, bitch. Take one. You know what I mean? Like he's the emperor is a really bad salesman is my point. He's making what is. For his business, a real critical sale. Well, think about this. What too. is his pitch? Like, he doesn't have a PowerPoint, no whiteboard. He's just like, hey, um, do what I say or else. That's not... And he, they did it to Kylo Ren years later, too. They're like, hey, you want to be on the on the dark side? Don't talk to that girl that you're clearly in love with. And he's like, okay, I won't. And they're like, you can sit in this like dark room with rocks instead of be with her. Like, they never, ever... The dark side never is is got the look. Well, the motive, the, the ultimate motive is that you're going to have true power, but you have power over nothing because there's really the universe doesn't have there's nothing worth any value in the universe, right? So if you're the grand poobah, the grand power, if you're Darth Vader, see this is where they missed out. Because Darth Muff. Vader should have. Um, do you remember the movie The Mummy with Brendan Fraser? Of course, which so one? Part one, Sumon, two, or the, the, the rock, the rock sequels, the, the Scorpion King. No, the first one, the okay. mummy. Yeah, she was beautiful, right? Yeah, and so that was the 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 mummy's wife. That's something to so was he like? Or, you look just like her. It was the thing, or she had her blood or something. My my point is, is that he had a beautiful wife. Ms. Darth Vader what? doesn't even have that. So at the end of the day, when you see all these, it, what? Okay, yeah, take, he's like, Star, I'm ruling. I'm Star ruling Wars the is the galaxy. same exact thing over and over. It's 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 a Shakespearean play, right? 
but always the king is sitting next to a beautiful woman. Yeah, there's got to be some motivator, not just power. Neither Vader or that creepy emperor. There's no women around. Well, power begets what? What do you get from it? Women. That's the whole point. Yeah. If it can't be like Caligula (laughs) at some point, what are you doing? Well, unless now there's this other connotation, which, I mean, it's fine, whatever. I don't know if, you know, it is what it is. are bad? No, I'm just saying maybe they they like, you know, maybe they're into different things. I'm just saying. Then you get a bunch of those things. They had nothing though. That's the that's the part, except for the, you know, maybe the emperor. I don't know. You want to be an asexual galaxy? I'm ruler? just saying. Lame. Like, you're talking about a young man, and you're trying to lure him over. The first thing you do is get hot chicks. We're not sure who Luke's batting for, but either way, be like whatever you're into, dude. We got it. Right. Bunch of it. Yeah. You can basically, use Jedi Force to hold them wherever you want, bro. Basically, you do a pre-interview the first time you, you get up with him, and you find out the kinds of things he likes, and you make those yeah. things happen, whether they're holograms or you not. You do like Tiger King. You're like, hey, you ever watch adult movies? <laughs> you like it with the small ones or the big ones? Right. And as soon as he says big ones, he goes, all right, you ain't that straight, then. And then something like you don't that. have to do the exact, like Darth Vader doesn't have to do the accent. He can do it however he likes. But they bring him in some sort of like, 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 Takashi 69 ratted to the feds and then broke like some YouTube record. He knows how to market. The guy's got no substance. These guys are all substance. They got all the power in the world. They can't market anything? No. no. Dude, you Luke is clearly dumb. Yes. He's clearly impulsive and you can't use that. I mean, we got we got we got people with no money buying Jordans for $250 because of what? Cuz of marketing. Mm. The emperor couldn't be like, "Hey, so what are you into? I'll find that for you." I mean, I think they could have done a little research. That's what I'm saying too. Like, how stupid is Luke? If you think about in the in the the grand scheme of things, you got Ben Kenobi, who's an old hermit living in a cave in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by Jawas, and you have Darth Vader, who has all this great stuff. It's like it's real easy to make that jump. Like, Uncle, oh my God, listen, dude. Aunt Aunt uh, Baru and Uncle Owen, they're already dead. Yeah. Who's there to judge you? They're drinking blue milk in the sky right I'm just now. saying that <laughs> I could live in the lap of luxury or I could go live in this cave. That's a good this. point. You go, look, who are the two greatest Jedis you know? Okay, one lived in a swamp by himself. One lived in a cave by himself. <laughs> How about Palace, De La Naked Stormtroopers or whatever you're into? Mm-hmm. Dude. I mean, it feels like really you should just go to Java if that's the case. Then go to Java. <laughs> I'm just well, that's fine too. I just I, again, Luke even went to Java's place and he was like, "I got eyes straight for Java." Like I, <laughs> he, 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 he saw Leia wearing that thing and he was just like, "Don't care, don't care." I I have to say, uh, I hate Star Wars, um, and, and it took a long <laughs> you time. You knew Aunt Peru's name. I wasn't. You do al- not hate Star I wasn't Wars. always like this. I liked the first, sure, four, five, and six. I liked them the growing three, yeah, yeah. up, uh, but everything that came after that is complete garbage, and I hate sci-fi, so I'm not the person to ask. But I will say, this does not follow any logic I've ever been a part of to suggest that if you are the the ultimate exalted ruler of a universe, a planet, whatever, you don't have a, nay, multiple beautiful women roaming around the palace, and that's the Dude. way you entice other dudes. Like, hey, you remember when Eddie Murphy... In uh, uh, coming to America, to America he's yeah. getting bathed by like six chicks. Yeah, right. So it's just course normal course of that. business. Like I, I'm probably pretty good being the king. Yeah, look at these YouTube guys. They're like, hey, look, we can buy all this foam and fill our swimming pool with it. And little kids go, I'd love to do that. They don't go like fill it with your hate. And, well, Eddie Eddie Murphy didn't come to America and then not look for a woman. He came to America to look for a different woman, just one that he got to pick himself. Right. It's Rather just, than- it's, it's just even what they did. They did it in, in Jedi. Then they did the prequels. Then they did the s- sequels. And never at any point did they ever, never did the dark side ever try to market themselves to make people want to join. I feel like for a guy like me, you don't really need to market it. I just be like, I get to do what? I get People have to do what I say? Pfft, sold. But they don't even do that. They don't even say, hey, people will be under you. They just go like, it'll yeah, be they, all, don't. It'll, it, they go, just join <laughs> it's gonna be and terrible. You'll, you'll feel Empty inside. A lot and, of blacks and grays and muted tones. Uh, yeah. You know, we're not doing anything. Eh, and here's the thing. I guess anybody who's going to wear anything fashionable is going to be a, a low-ranking person. They're not, All right, but know. everybody knows Kylo Ren looks way more badass than, like, any of the good guys. Dude, he just does. Like, yeah, he's like the millennial version mask. of... Okay, then Darth Vader, whatever. Yeah. I, they I, still look more badass than, like, that dude that was flying with Lando Calrissian and Millennium Falcon. Yeah, I'm not sure whether fish. he's supposed to be a Mexican or a Polish guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but he's clearly a mix. Yes. 
Um, they don't want to be that dude. Yeah. I mean, I do because I like <laughs> both those nationalities, but. You know, everybody wants to be Kylo Ren. They don't want to be the fish face guy. Oh, last note on Star Wars 2, by the way. Admiral Akbar, dude. I always was like, yeah, that guy's dope. He's like the fish, like lieutenant general guy. He looks like a squid. I'm looking at him. My wife had never seen the movies. And she's like, that's a really good mask. Like, he looks like just like a fish. I'm like, yeah, it is. And then I can't help but look down below the neck. 100% human everywhere else. (laughs) And he's got like fishy fingers or whatever. (laughs) But like, like, if you're going to make a fish guy... Yeah, like, let's assume that the they, fish guy doesn't have, have the, HD back then. But let's assume that the fish guy doesn't have the exact same dimensions as a human. <laughs> he's like 6'1". He's got a normal neck hole, normal sleeves, normal <laughs> pants. Oh, but he's got fish fingers. Like, if he's a fish, bro, make him a fish. Is that a benefit or a, or not? Just, just make him a fish. Don't be like, hey. You, you can't, can't make him a fish. How's he going to stand? Dude, I, I don't know how to fish stand, bro. They like, don't. Then he can't do the job. If you, you're not the man for the job. If you can't sit at the con, you're not the man for the job. I mean, even even senatars or menatars or what you know, they're they're half and half. Yeah, but they you're wouldn't put a senator head. Yeah, of, of one they creature. wouldn't put a senator in regular clothes and be like, he just has a horse body. <laughs> like at least they do him the justice to give him the body. They go, Admiral Akbar's got a fish head. The rest of them, yeah, it's like me and you. Why do you? Uh, <laughs> how do you feel about Mother's Day? And let me quantify that. strongly about it because they're the angels of the world. You have a mother. Hell yeah. I mean, I'm just going by science. Uh, and you have a wife. And so, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I, I always, I always have this, uh, this argument the night before, and you know, this is probably more specific to me, but the night before mother's day, uh, my wife likes to tell everybody like, Hey, tomorrow's mother's day. I'm just I can't wait for everybody to be, to to get me a, a bagel and cream cheese and lox for breakfast and then lox. maybe and then and Listen then s- her. snuggle all day and then you know for dinner uh you know gonna you know just you could do whatever and surprise me but I'd really like like uh, you know Italian food and uh, uh so it lays it all out. <laughs> I'm there. so happy when people are on brand. It makes me feel so comfortable. So like I like when things go the way they're supposed to. This so this this probably started Friday night. So every it was like ah oh, there so tomorrow's that day where we're gonna we're gonna get up first thing in the morning and you're gonna, get you know it. I'm probably gonna have a bagel on my plate. I don't know where you're gonna get it from, but I mean you like hey you know it's your guys's job to you know just make sure I get a bagel. And if there's a bagel and some cream cheese from the Jewish deli in Chicago Heights, I mean she's super ah. hard on the bagel. Yeah, uh, and she's trying to super hard at, else? At, at pounding it into our heads. Uh, and of course, we don't have any bagels in the house, so that's another thing where it's like sh- we're not allowed to go to the grocery store per her. Uh, we can only get our groceries that's delivered true. on Wednesdays per her. So I'm like, where? How do you? I, th- how do you so, surprise somebody when you have to? Have, well, like, here's the here's the shipped. thing. Basically, what she's telling me in code is, you will get in the car and you will put on a mask and you will go to the Jewish deli in Chicago Heights, where is the only place where you can get a bag uh, the the lox platter and bagel. So when you suggest those, I just all I'm thinking about is a lox platter. I mean, I don't know where you're going to get it from, but you know, some bagels and lox and some capers. I'd love- <laughs> I don't know where you're going to okay. get it from. Hey, guess what? That means I got to get up and drive to Chicago Heights. And guess what? You're not my mom. Okay, no, no. you're not my mom. So, Mm-mm. with all that being said, hold on. Let's put it. What? Mm. Why is that the sticking point? Well, because again, it's like you you want to tell this to the kids, but they can't do any of this. I'm the one that has to do yeah, it. Yeah, but when you have when someone and you have children, I have my own mom to worry about. Children with someone, you now split that holiday, and it's hardcore both ways. Yeah. Okay. Is Dude, it? If you have like kids with like five different chicks, it's a busy day for so, you. So, so the 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 bottom line is. Uh, I wake up and uh, she starts tossing and turning and oh, I don't know. I'm really, uh, I'm really looking forward to that bagel and cre-. I'm like, well, I was home last night, so you know, I, I didn't get that. Uh, so we don't have it. Is there anything else? Maybe you know the 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 kids, quote unquote, <laughs> me can get you for she's Mother's so Day. About a bagel, and she's like, I don't know. I was really, you know, I had my heart set on that bagel from the Jewish deli. Uh, you know, four towns over. Uh, I mean, it is pouring down rain, but you know, I mean, I, I'm sure my kids came through with that bagel that now, I was can asking I ask about. You this? Is she intent on it being semi surprise? No. Like she says she wants it, but if you go, hey, we're going to get it, does that ruin it? No. Because like in my house, like no, she sees me getting up and putting my clothes on, and then I I open my. She doesn't even want you to feign surprise. <laughs> How could I? 
I don't, I don't know. I did. I went and got flowers, like, because this is what you do. And I was like, hey, me and the kids got an errand to run. And so, just, like, get flowers. I get in the car, and I, on my way, I said, hey, could you just call there? And, and oh, you know, the thing is, I'd like to be surprised. So, like, I don't want to go. That's see, so she my does want a surprise. <laughs> it's my day, so, like, I'm not going to do the calling. I mean, you, you, you know, yeah. I went on the Facebook, and it says open. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes they people don't change. They just it, it's that's how it. it she stays doesn't want to do way. the heavy lifting. It's her day. Bro. Whatever. So I drove all the way out to Chicago Heights. I get there and they have special hours for the COVID, and then uh, special hours for Mother's Day when they're not open <laughs> till uh, ten uh, or eleven o'clock, and it is nine thirty. So I said, "Oh," uh, she goes, "Well, you know, uh, I guess if that's not open, that's a real bummer. I will take a uh, a salmon. Um, they had like a, a smoked salmon." You called and gave her an update Sandwich. when you were there? Like, hey, I, the oh, I called and gave her an update. Yeah. yeah, not happening. I don't know what you want me to do. I drove all the way out here. Uh, where are the kids? Are they still in bed? Are they, they, are they serving you on, on their Mother's Day? But I'm out here. See, because I went into my son's room and I told him, hey, I'm going, I got to go to the, the deli. And he said, oh, okay. And he just went back to bed. Not, hey, I'll go with you. Not any of this. You're supposed to say, like, get up. It's your mom. Yeah. Go. Well, I, I didn't do that because I, I'll tell you, it, it, it'll, it'll present itself later. Uh, but there's a little foreshadowing. Okay. So uh, I'm on. I'm, I'm telling her I'm all the way out there, and she goes, "Well, I guess I'll have this smoked salmon. Uh, I don't even know what it like. It's, it's it's like a sandwich, but it has smoked salmon and egg on it, or whatever." And I said, "And, uh, and that's a block from my house where she wants to get that this. from." Okay, a block from my house. So I drove 30 <laughs> minutes one way to drive all the way back a block from my house. Where'd you go? Come on, give him a plug to uh, get the new thing. Benedict, it's a, 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 a the one closer to you. Yes. I never even heard the, of that. The place. Bergsteins is the place I went to in Chicago that Heights. That sounds a little more. Turn around, brand, and yeah. now I'm, I'm going to this other this place. All right. And I get there, and there's uh, six people, all of my mom's age, you know, mid 60s. Uh, no, I'm trying to. It says on the window in soap. Hey, call this number if you want us to do the curbside delivery. I call, no one's answering, but I see a bunch of people meandering about. Just to come to the counter. So I uh, I walk inside with my mask on and everything, and there's nobody's got a mask on in there. Everybody's standing around waiting for their order Dude, to be. By Mother's Day, everyone's over it, bro. It's, uh, you know, five, six, seven, ten minutes, and somebody pipes up, and no one's come out from the kitchen yet to even take my order. And uh, one guy's talking to another guy and uh he's he's, he's suggesting that uh, he was told it's going to be about an hour and 25 minutes so i walk out the door and i get back in the car and i take my uh, mask down and i call back and i say well this isn't going to work out so uh well she said well you need to go to dunkin donuts for the kids anyway they, they didn't want any of this other stuff so how about you go to uh to the the scramble and, and you could go there and here's what i want from there so I, I'm smart. I called over there and they said, yeah, it's about a, it's about a two hour wait at the pickup window. Oh, my and so now we're talking about, you know, it's going to be noon before we have breakfast. How long have you been gone at this point? Uh, you gone like for an hour, 45 minutes, hour? An hour and 20 minutes, maybe an hour and 10 minutes. <sighs> out now, nah, like an hour. This so, is Sunday morning. Yeah. So I just said, listen, it's Dunkin' Donuts. That's what we're getting. <laughs> And then, you know, she's she's telling me, uh, you know, my son wants to. She's waited all year for this, dude. She, she this wants. It's been a year. She and wants, this is a time for you to show her your appreciation. And all you do is worry about She wants times. an everything bagel. This, my son wants two egg sandwiches. I'm like, it's it's not. He's not my mother either. You, know, you got you can 50 make, donut holes. Here he, you go, guys. You, he can, you can make him something at home. And everybody wants the, the ice cappy, $8 for a coffee. It was That's ridiculous. That's your fault for starting that stupid parade. So, you know, then I got to get donuts too because we might want to dibble on some donuts. And I get home and we eat all that. And I see my son and I say, hey, thanks for getting up and doing the thing for Mother's Day where you, you know, go with me and it makes it look like you actually did something for Mother's Day because oh, you don't you, have a job and you, you don't appear to give a shit. And he said, oh, well, uh, you didn't tell me you wanted me to go with you. Well, I didn't want you to go with me. But what I did want is for me to be able to bitch at you now for not having gone because I went by myself. <laughs> you like that more? I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to go. Well, wouldn't anymore. it have been worse if you're waiting and checking things and he's like, what time? And when oh, we it would have been Bart Simpson, Bart and Homer all. I would have just <laughs> strangled him. That being said, we get a respite a couple of hours. We're watching uh, uh, Dead to Me. So you presented to her for Mother's Day. You ended up getting Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. So hold on. The kids, my daughter uh, made a bunch of coupons uh, for different things. Uh, around the house you know yeah uh, get, she'll do my wife's nails she'll give her a back massage you, you could be redeemable uh, all the things that uncle you buck, don't, uncle you, bucks uncle bucks that you're never gonna well uncle bucks don't get cash anymore. well you you know what i'm saying so basically redeemable coupons to be used whenever most of the stuff my daughter isn't going to be able to do a very good job at anyway yeah. um so it's a thought that counts that's like me yeah, like to my wife like i'll highlight your hair for you <laughs> yeah, um, right right 
I'll uh, I'll fold your laundry. I'll stitch your incisions. So my son made a, I think like a one minute animated uh, video for her, a cartoon. That's kind of cool. So that was cool. Okay. Um, and I, I give them credit, but nobody did any preparation until the last 24 hours for this. I got my wife the uh, the 18 ounce Yeti bottle with the uh, water top drinking thing that she wanted because you know she has other six yeah. Yeti uh, containers that uh, aren't good enough. So she's tired of her water being super cold for four days and other stuff. <laughs> so I uh, I listened and I remembered she wanted it and I I put uh, a mental note uh, flowers? in my brain. No, she got the Yeti. You didn't get flowers? No. I didn't get flowers. What are you doing? You got to get flowers. I mean, that's... No, my wife doesn't. We don't do Dude, flowers. if you do nothing else, that's what flowers you do. Flowers die. The Yeti stays forever. I, trust me. I know what I'm... I've been married 20 years. Everything I know what I'm doing. dies, bro. So, uh... Yetis die. Anyway, I get a little respite where we watch Dead to Me, the Netflix or HBO show with uh, Christina Applegate. Still just one season? No, it's season two now. Beef. I got to so watch one then. She wants to sit down and uh, and, and uh, snuggle up on the uh, love seat and watch uh, five hours of uh, of Dead to Me without wow. without being able to move because it's her day. So I can't move. She she uh, has got she's locked my arm in. I'm stuck. Uh, oh, she is on her phone while be. she's watching the show. Yet I she's got my hand locked, so I can't manipulate my phone. Uh, so I'm stuck watching Dead to Me like a normal human or an not normal human because everybody else gets to watch TV with their phone in their hand except for me. So you can't again. Even it's watch Mother's TV Day. It's not Father's Day, so I don't even know why I'm complaining. But <laughs> I digress. So at yeah. some point while we're watching all this, she starts doing the hmm. Get a little hungry. Get a little hungry for dinner. Well, it's been five hours. So uh, around four thirty, we make the decision where you're going to eat at. Uh, where you're going to pick up food from? Uh, I'm going to pick up food from Cafe Borgia. Uh, this does like sound, town? It's starting to sound like like Northwest Indiana Kardashians. Like, so it's starting to be like, what can we consume and where and who can bring it to our face? Nobody brings it. I bring it. So I for now dude. I had the foresight to leave a little bit early. I'm supposed to pick up my you're food. You're about to have Wally robots fi- bring you that shit. I'm supposed to pick up my food at five thirty. I call. I say, hey. Make an order for five thirty. Here's all the things I'm ordering. One of everything you have, because she likes to, you know, take. It's Mother's Day. Why not? Um, and yeah, as opposed uh, to like just August, when why not? So I drive over there. Uh, I get there about five o'clock, expecting that it's going to be a little bit of a wait. You know, it being Mother's Day, but they told me on the phone five thirty. We're going to get this done five thirty. We're good to go. I pull you up get there, there at five. That buys you a half an hour. You can smoke a cigar. You can. You know, I pull like, up be at, at five o'clock, and uh, there is a line down the street around the corner. And so I call into the business and I say, uh, "I'm calling to speak to letting Michelle know." That's what they told me. Mm. This is my name. Uh, I am outside to pick up my order. And the lady said, uh, "We're really busy in here. Talk to the people outside and check up the phone on me." So I waited an hour to get to my. So now it's uh, I got there five. It's six o'clock. Oh my god! I pulled up to the front of the business, and some guys waving me in. They're trying to park people so they can keep the line moving. People are getting their food. People are passing. Somebody comes up. I give them my name. They say, "Where you know who did what? Who who'd you talk to on the phone?" I say, "Michelle." This person disappears for 15 minutes. I see that person come out 10 different times to give food to other people. Another person comes out. I wave her down. I say, hey, I told this guy before. I'm here. Uh, in the meantime, uh, the great and exalted Dave Foreman, a friend of mine who is a, he's managed every establishment in Northwest Indiana, yeah. uh, texted me via uh, Snapchat because I was Snapchatting my uh, my misery. And he said, you know what, man, you're, you're a good man, uh, helping the economy re- Helping the economy during this time and supporting, uh, you know, the the workers that are out there trying to get it done and uh, make a little money during this uh, this horrible COVID time. And uh, I replied, "Fuck that! Uh, I'm ready to drive my car through the front of this building. I'll kill every person in here because I don't understand why nobody can give me an update as to when my food is coming." Someone came up, got my information, went in and said, "Yeah, I'll go check on it." 20 minutes later, 15 minutes later, another person that I waved down, I said, hey, I gave that person my info. They said, let's go. I'll check on it. They came out 10 different times and never came back to me to tell me what they found out during their check. Mm. So uh, at some point, I stepped out of my car and I was about to raise hell uh, like uh, Malcolm and Angus Young both at the same time. And somebody saw my displeasure and approached me and I said, I've been here for an hour and a half. And what time um, is it now? So it's like uh, I got there at five. It's six thirty. Six thirty, and your food was supposed to be at five thirty. Yeah. And did you, uh, did you give him a credit card number? Uh no. So here's you what you here, just walk, bro. Here's what, you walk at, at no, five forty-five. I was committed, and it's Cafe Borgia. 
But anyway, Cafe Borgia an hour and a half later look, in styrofoam. Dude, look, dude. dude, I'm not coming home again with Dunkin' Donuts, dude. So you're bringing it home to go. My the wife, best food in the world to go is still like. Eh. My wife did. I was complaining to her, uh, letting her know how. By the I way, know it's she's Mother's starving Day, right now. It's been forever. Right what you're and, doing to her is not fair. And she gives me the old. Well, I mean, hey, uh, wouldn't have hurt anybody to make this. You know, plan this out a couple of days in advance it is, you know, the last, the last kind of a last minute thing. What do you expect? Wouldn't have made a, a difference because I'm pretty confident because they didn't take my credit card over the phone. What they did was they waited for me to actually show up and they go, okay, you're here. Now we'll start cooking we'll your, make food. your food. Yeah. Which is smart on their part because why make a bunch of food and then people wait in line and drive away because the wait's too long. See, they got me there. Hmm. Ultimately. Dude, I know, I've watched enough cooking shows to know that presentation is key. Putting it in a cardboard box, it's over, dude. Whatever you get, it's going to be all right. I got my food, and I left, and I gave no tip. And I rationalized as I pulled out of the parking lot. See, I felt bad because Dave was telling me what a great I thing I don't feel I bad for tipping or for not tipping at this point. You're like, it's been an hour and a half. Like, it should... On another note, uh, I said no tip and pippin about 50 times last week, and my wife thought that that meant that he failed to tip the ball in for Jordan. <laughs> so, uh, oh, back to the story. <laughs> okay. Uh when she realized that we were talking about how or you know he didn't get that much money then she realized but anyway yeah. um i made it home and we had an amazing dinner but i did fire off on the did kids amazing because is the words you again, throw around willy-nilly they 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 did a ragtag job of setting the table I had to sit next to my wife the whole day. My kids were in different areas of the house doing their own thing because they didn't want to watch Dead to Me. Uh and I'm like again why this is not it's not wife's day. Why am I stuck? Why do I have to suffer? I mean, when I say suffer, you know, I mean, I, I don't mean any, any ill will. No, I think you suffered. I'm not even allowed to see my mom because of the COVID. I saw her through a video screen. The real heartbreaking part of this whole story is that you've done 20 minutes on how you didn't want to take care of your wife at home. You failed to mention that you didn't take care of your actual mother either. Yeah, you're right about that. What I mean, this is not... You keep saying... I'm supposed to be taking care of my. It's not. It's Mother's Day. It's mother. What'd you do for your mom? I bought her a plant, but I gave it to okay. her the day before because my wife. I knew my wife was going to hold me to this standard of taking care of her on Mother's Day. No, no. You take care of your wife because she's your, the mother of your children, and then you go take care of your mom. Couldn't do it, man. Can't can't go near her. Couldn't do of, it. The COVID or chose not to do it. Couldn't do it because the COVID. You can do COVID shit, dude. You can drop off flowers. I did front, that. The front door? Yes. I mean, I brought the kids out to see her. I got her a beautiful potted plant. Beautiful. All right. You got her a plant. Yeah, you put it at the front door. Anything yeah, else? But, no, but my whole thing. Did you make her an animated video? You, did you look, go to her dude, window, usual, sing her song? Usually on these holidays, we spend the entire, her mom passed away, so we have the, we're, we're spending the whole day with my mom, and at this point, like, my mom's at home, and we're here, and I am... I can't wait till Father's Day. I said, here's what I want for Father's Day. I want no one to go out and buy any food. Don't spend any money. God forbid. I'll I'll sit in the car in the garage with nobody around me. I'll just read a book. I'll sit in the car in the garage. Um, On. With, like I did the, with, the, with the bay door down. <laughs> my my uh, exhaust going full blast. In the beginning, I asked you how you, I'll kill myself how you felt Day, about Mother's Day. What'd you do on Mother's Day? Oh, Mother's Hope it Day. was eventful. Um, it was kind of like yours, except for I just thought, hey, if we make food at home, we don't have to deal with that entire awfulness that you just said. So we just made food. We made breakfast. I spent $150 in breakfast. No, we made pancakes and bacon. Pancakes and bacon. I think I got Marco's pizza later for the kids, um, which there's no line. So I just walked in. It was about $9. So we're about $14 in so far. Bought flowers. I had the kids make stuff. My wife takes a bunch of pictures on the phone and doesn't print them up. So they're there, but she doesn't really have them. So I had a bunch of pictures printed up. I bought super cheap frames. I let the kids decorate the frames, put pictures in them. Boom, bada bing, bada boom. Everything was done. Uh, I didn't wait in any lines. Uh, I'm not saying I bested you on this one. I just... Look. I saw the writing on the wall. Dude, Cafe Borgia was not an option. Your wife's right. You did have to think ahead. And so when I thought ahead, I said, everything's going to be pure hell outside of these walls. So we're just going to have to make some food here and do that. So that's what we did. Then I went to my mom's because blood of Christ. Mm. Mom, I don't care, dude. I called my mom. I said, hey, 
uh, happy Mother's Day. Love you. Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, uh, your brother Mark, I called him about 1230. And he goes, now you, because he didn't call me, because Mother's Day. And I'm the only mother he's got. And he goes, oh, now you call me. Yeah, I got to go to work, Mom. Sorry, I got to go to work. I can't come by. I had like a two-hour window we can hang out. If that works for you, it kind of doesn't work for me. So she was mad about that. I don't, I don't think Nate called her. My sister called and said, Happy Mother's Day. Maybe we can hang out this week. So she's 0 for 3. Along comes old poor stock Stombot. She's like, blood of Christ. I got 15 grandkids. I got four kids. Nobody's coming to see me. This is garbage. This is hot garbage. So I said, Ma, we're coming. We're bringing masks and we're going to throw them in the bonfire. Nobody cares. Went to my mom's, hung out, let the kids play, had pizza. We all have COVID now, or do we? Dude, so we all hung out. It was actually it was actually really great. Um, I don't know, man. I may be, uh, we may have gotten infected or infected everybody else. I don't think so. It remains to be seen either way. She was at the point where she was just like, I don't care if I die of leukemia tomorrow. If I don't see one of my kids today for, I don't, she was like, I don't, she didn't say this, but her eyes through the phone told me, I don't give a shit what science says. I better see one of my kids. And everybody else had left her to die. So I said, okay, I'm packing up the car. We're coming by. We came by. We'll feel good. That's just what we did. It was nice. It was good. It was, it was, was it reckless? Scientifically? I mean, yes. According to the Bible, King James Version? Nah, dude. We were spot on. Blood of Christ, bro. Let me, uh, let me play this last. I'll play us out here. This is the perfect way. Um, with this last phone call. And again, I encourage you people to stop being lazy as hell and participate. Uh, yeah. If we say anything throughout conversation throughout the episodes that makes you go like, Oh, that's wrong or that's right. Or I pause the episode, call the number, leave a message and go back to listen. Then call 50 times. Not to sound thirsty, but here's the deal, man. You are listening. You're listening to the show. You download it. It's in your earphones, earphones, yeah. What am I in the headphones. 80s? It's in your headphones. Um, you're listening to the show. You and you you are laughing. You're having a good time. Why are you not? Do I don't know. Like I just I just don't get it. I'm still holding you back because I know last week you were ready to come on court. Dude, and, and I'm, so. this is my nice way of saying right. like you're listening. I know you give a shit. Or if you don't, that's cool too. Then say that, please. Be the first to say. I, I just, I'm not commenting because I, I hate both of you. It sounds extra thirsty. Going, hey, feedback. But we go like. It's even weirder. It's like, you know what it's like, dude? It's like a... And please, re- hold on. Remain anonymous when you call, too. I don't need to know your name. I'm not, like, I'm not Catholic, but it's, like, confessional. Like, I feel like I'm saying all this stuff to someone in the other booth, and I know they're listening, and then I go, Father, like, I did this and this week, and uh, fornication, and I stole, and I thought I had impure thoughts, and then Father goes, hmm. I'm like, what? What are you... I know you're here. What are you doing? Like... Are- I know it sounds thirsty. I'm just saying, like in the Facebook forum, people we get con- we get good conversations going, and I know people don't have time for things, but it's it's strange when it's like, yeah, I listen every week. I buy sweatshirts, and it's like, what did you think of the show? All right, you ready? All right, dude. here, let's see if some, nice let's see if this tells it. us about how someone feels about the show. Ben, seriously, Nickelback. Nickelback. That's so good. I almost just wrecked my car when I heard you say that you've seen Nickelback twice. What the <laughs> heck? Wow. I don't know, man. I've loved you guys for years, but I don't know. Yeah. I think you just Nickelbacked yourself. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Again. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love I, to make a shirt that said, uh, "I think you just Nickelback yourself." Maybe I'll, I'll have to produce. That. <laughs> I cockblock my wife at Nickelback. <sighs> I'll, dude, I'll say this, and again. all I got was this lousy T-shirt. I'll see, yeah, and I'll say this one last time. I'm not saying I love Nickelback, but bef- I mean, I think the fact that you not only saw them but saw them not twice, saying I love and them, also, just saying I buy their merch and I've seen them 16 times and I have all of them on. And vinyl. then also gave your wife a forearm shiver to get better position. Did my wife and I have a video montage with all their songs playing? Yes. Don't love them. Just saying. Like, did when I went to Supercuts, did I say to the lady, give me the Chad Kroger? Again, yeah, maybe. Well, it's a hard yeah. But, like, do I love them? 
No. Did I buy the same affliction tee that he wore in How I Remind You? I don't know. Sure, the answer is yeah. But do I love him? That's tough. That's tough, dude. I will say this. I will say this. Before, like when they had one, two, maybe three hits, I don't think anybody was like, this band is the worst. It was It was when they became like photograph. It was when they became extra douchey and he started dating Avril Lavigne. They're not, I'm not saying they're a great band, but how the F was I supposed to know they would become what they are? I don't know, dude. I guess my radar should have gone off. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm you know sitting... I'm they're sitting, good at their instruments. What do you want from me? I'm sitting in a place where I go like, I didn't know they had anything before Photograph. Dude, they I had, had no a idea. song called... Um, 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 the one from Spider-Man? They had a song like Leader of Men or something. And and I just dude, the title sounds terrible. I, it's not great, but like it was in like '99, and I remember hearing it and going, like Kurt had died. There was new metal and this sound, and I go, this sounds a little like grungy or whatever. And I was like, I'm listening, I'm listening. Yeah, then they started making money and cranking out hits. But listen, I mean, I went to the House of Blues and I was like, these guys are all right. All right, well, whatever, look. dude. Whatever, dude. You guys paid like two hundred dollars to see Foo Fighters. And then they played a bunch of songs which I could rip on. Are you all talking day. about me? I saw. I, I paid. I'm a talking bunch about of, everybody. Who's I paid like, a bunch of money to Fighters see Foo Fighters, and then sat in a building which didn't allow me at, to physically see Foo Fighters because uh, I thought we were going to get one over and not have to be in the crowd. Dave Grohl's way cooler than Nickelback. I give him that. Way cooler. He also had a broken leg and like came out on a chair. So I just was, mean they both play rock music. I don't know. All dude. right. Well, look. Go and, back to. There's an episode where I did a thing. If you guys are new listeners, I chopped together Foo Fighters songs and Nickelback songs. Everybody loves Foo Fighters. Everybody hates Nickelback. I chopped together songs without vocals, and I made Dave guess which band it was. And you were like a sixty percent accurate yeah, no, series. For I sure. mean, it, not like yeah, I'm not, a prolif- I'm not a prolific Foo Fighters but, person either. But but, but to the to the unbiased ear, either way. to yeah. the unbiased ear, you hear it and you go, I don't know. It's yeah. Now then, really the guy goes, he starts singing like this. <laughs> I get it, dude. What, dude? Listen, the 2000s were a weird time, bro. A lot of people did coke and dance to Justin Timberlake. Look, I'm just saying. If we have to leave our own messages, we will. But the phone number is two one nine two three seven ninety forty. Two one nine two three seven ninety forty. I'm not going to pick up the phone. You can call it a million times. I'm never going to answer it. I'm going to let it go right to voicemail, and I'm not going to listen to it until the podcast. Uh, you know, until we record the next podcast. So. I don't care if you call to say you like the intro music or the outro music. I don't care if you call to say that the sound quality sucked or somebody in my house was flushing the toilet, which allowed water to run through the pipes, or I forgot to turn off the you know the furnace, whatever it is. Please don't criticize. Call my and sound be like, quality. I've listened to forty hours of it and I disagreed with five seconds of it. And yeah, let's know that. Whatever it is, whatever it is, uh, we encourage you. I'm I'm shooting for four hundred calls by the next episode. Uh, it's a little lofty, but I feel like, I mean, why not shoot for this for the stars? Oh well, I mean, yeah. Why not? All right, that is episode two forty eight of the Hey My Man podcast. We're almost to two fifty. We will see you next time. Later. <laughs>